Hey guys, it's me, Jeff. This week we're playing The Great Lich Bake Off. It's another GM-less game. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is probably the worst game I've ever played in my life. And uh, I think once you listen to this episode, you'll agree with me. Uh, the music was done by Orc Baby, per usual, so thanks for that. And uh, thank you for listening. Actually, you know what? I, I apologize. I apologize. You have to listen to this episode. Jason, I was right, right? Nadia is the best one. Who is Nadia? She was just a contestant that won one. Um, Nadia one was good. Was Nadia the, the woman in the head wrap? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Nadia. Well, she went on to do uh, the great baking, family baking competition. Oh, yeah? How'd she do well, that? Well, she was the host. She, like, spun oh, off. Oh, so she, she got her own she got show, her own out show. Of it. That's a, also nice. another excellent baking show. Oh, I got to check great that out. Great British family baking show. Nadia was good. I feel like a lot of those contestants kind of run together in the long run. They have a lot of archetypes. Old man. Why is there such an appetite for baking shows? Baking's cool. Yeah, it's like uh, it's something that like a lot of people do at home and like or at least know someone who does. And so you watch somebody do it on TV. You learn something. Mm -hmm. You can have an opinion about it because it's not like some thing that's like so far out but of people reach. love having opinions about things we know nothing about i don't know if that's important yeah but the opinion feels better when you think you know about it right so it being a familiar subject makes you makes the opinion that much more um like real feeling to you right well, let me sell you on the charms of the great british baking show uh, yeah yeah there are specific charms to this show charm one they don't Stay, it's not like other reality shows, especially in America. I can't speak for like international shows where they stay in like a house together and there's like inter squabbles. They all it's actually weekly and they know what the challenges are, so they go home and they practice. They all know that's a, they all know in all those shows whether or not they're like yeah, but they actually give them they, practice, so like they know what they're getting themselves into. Second, it's it's much more gentle. The pace is much more gentle. The it's probably edited to be a little bit more relaxed. It doesn't have that like high pressure feeling that other shows have. Contestants help each other. They help each other. They want each other to succeed. Um, and uh, you know, no one's like stealing each other's flour or like you know, putting like peep. Anyone? Anyone get called a bitch? Uh, at one time, Mary Berry called someone a cunt. <laughs> no, oh, did she? Yeah, but they say cunt in Britain, like. Nothing. Mary Berry doesn't no, say No, she would cunt, never though. say cunt. They would never, that's never. the beauty of it. They would never say that. I, I would describe this show as a spa day for your soul. Mm. Listeners at home, listeners at home, that's guest contributor Jason Yukis. Yes. Don't, say, don't say our last name. <laughs> I'm going to get get. Oh, are we not supposed to say last names? Oh, it's all right. No, I'm a, I'll, I'll edit that out. What's this live? Yeah, I'm coming off the bench. It's too late now. I'm coming off the bench. Yeah, Kurt couldn't get his kids to sleep at uh, four fifteen in the afternoon. <laughs> so uh, they were like, "Dad, it's only noon. Yeah, we don't we want to go to bed." Yeah, he does put those kids to bed early. Crazy, we, fucking. Well, he early. told me his kids get up so fucking early. I'm like, "Yo, dog, don't 
They'll put them to bed at 3, 3 p.m. Man, I did. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, you got home from school. Get in bed. Get the fuck in bed. <laughs> all right, you can watch one episode of Pokemon, then you got to get in that bed. In bed. You can watch it in bed. <laughs> I don't give a shit, dude. My kids, you, you're going to get fucking good at watching YouTube. I'm on COVID lockdown protocol alpha seven. I've right? never been more thankful to not have children than, oh than my right God, now. Dude. dude, like my kid, Henry, he ate a whole fucking banana. And when I say a whole fucking banana, the whole thing. He ate the goddamn peel. He started Whoa. chewing up. The- <laughs> Is he going to be okay? Can you do that? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's a lot, bro. I mean, it's a great tragedy, and I'm, I'm like, re- legit worried about the fabric of society. But I'm also, like, this is like an airplane ride. I got to relax the rules of my house to get through this. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I think we're all, though. I can't imagine being, like, trapped inside with ch- young <laughs> children for this long. Well, yeah. I mean, my, my oldest is six. So, like, he'll watch YouTube. If I let him... He'll lay in bed and watch YouTube oh, yeah. all day. My son will do that, too. Is he jerking off yet? Dude, one, yeah, one time, like, I was putting my oldest to bed, and I'm like, I right, go to the bathroom, like, pee. Go take a pee. And he, he tries, he's like, I don't have to pee. And I go, oh, you know, it's, it's like bedtime. You should just try to, like, get it all out. And he, like, grabbed the back of my head and, like, pulled his, like, wiener up and out. And he's like, look in the hole. There's no pee in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're right. It's pretty dry. <laughs> You're good to go. Let me, let me take a look in there. Damn, you gotta just like you gotta just give yourself a fucking break, dude. And like my my wife does health and safety. She's pretty fucking busy now. You know, like this is a big busy time for her. So I kind of cede as much time as I can. But it, it's it's a tough it's tough for everybody. You know, it's not real. It's a hoax. Well, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, great i'm glad i did based on your reaction you know i'm not saying that it's a hoax i think everything that's going on is extremely real and extremely grave i do have some suspicions about where it all originated who's profiting from this why it's spreading the way that it is i i think there's some some things here that need to be examined i think russia might be behind the entire thing why why? I think they want to destabilize the world. I think they want to suspend elections. And I think they want to throw everything into chaos and turmoil. That's when they thrive. There's a shockingly no- low number of cases in Russia. Granted, that could be from lack of testing and underreporting. Yeah, that's underreporting. Um, that's got to be. It, and they lie their asses off about everything. Yeah, but even compared to the other places that lie their asses off and underreport, for a country of their size, I think they're surprisingly quiet about all this stuff. I think that uh, I think there's something fishy going on here. All right, comrade, comrade Francis. Now, I'm not saying I'm on. Tell their, us what's up. I'm not saying I'm on their side, but like I definitely think that we are not having a normal election in November. Mm-mm. We are not, and this basically guarantees a Republican win. Yes, you think so? Because if oh, absolutely. Like it's harder to get young people and the traditional Democratic base to vote. Yeah. So anything that suppresses out and like old gonna... people are ready to throw themselves on the gear of commerce. They're like, did you hear about this? Shit? They're already like, yo, that shit is. Bananas. I know. I know. They're ready to like basically be like, well, I guess I gotta die so Johnny can have a job. Like, uh, dude, the way these fucking Republicans are talking, yeah, it's like talking like it's Game of Thrones world, like walking out in the middle of winter because you're an old man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
I my wife coughed and I shot her in the stomach and drove her outside. <laughs> and I like, locked the doors and she just like yeah gently beat probably- on the door until she stopped beating on the yeah. door. <laughs> I'm not fucking around, dude. I'm surviving this. Yeah, man, it's, it's weird times. Weird fucking time. the city is like a fucking. It's weird because it's super busy at times. Like everyone runs now. Everyone in fucking Philadelphia is a jogger. Like it's insane how many fucking people are running around. But there's like not many cars. There's no planes in the sky. It's fucking strange, man. I'm making do, man. I'm a big birder, so I'm going out birding every day. I'm playing. You believe? Wait, Jason, you believe in birds? Oh, birds aren't real. Dot net. That bullshit. Every, you know how many people tell me that all the fucking time. Bird. Birds aren't real. Bird, birds. I'm glad you brought that up, Jason. Russia. <laughs> Let's talk about. It. That's what this virus is about. They need us all inside so that they can change the batteries in the birds. <laughs> Are you guys convinced that there's nothing weird? There's nothing weird about the creation of this thing. I'm not saying like something like this couldn't happen, but. There's a lot of people fucking profiting from it. Uh, apparently, I mean, there's like certain genetic markers of bioengineered life forms, and this one doesn't have any of those traits. So, says who? I don't know, the science writer of the New York Times, Slate. Listen, if I put a uh, hair dryer in my mouth, doesn't that just kill it or something? Uh, you gotta no, you gotta keep you gotta keep your BAC up point one eight. Is that what it is? Uh, oh yeah, that'll kill everything. I'm gonna keep. I'm just getting <laughs> fucked up constantly, dude. I'm drinking, I'm drinking a lot more, dude, and I'm eating myself out of house and home. I am snacking. Oh yeah, dude. I've never eaten so many snacks in my life. Well, I think in four months everyone is going to be I beat obese or like prison ripped. Is there going to be two types of people? Every- I got to start getting on the prison regimen, but I haven't done shit yet. I haven't done a single fucking push up yet, dude. We've got the erg man in the house. We have a rung machine in our house. Are I'm you ripping that every day, friend? Murdering it, man. Murdering <laughs> it. Hell yeah, I got, dude. Nothing, I got nothing else to do. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah, dude. Spinning two Ks all day. All day. It. Multiple, <laughs> multiple two Ks, man. Six Ks, whatever the fuck. Fuck well, it. Many Ks. What? Well, fuck it. Eight Ks. I'm, I'm doing. About, I'm doing and pulling, pulling twenty two minute six Ks, man. Fuck it. Yeah, that's pretty fast, right? On a six. Yeah, I don't. I, I can. I can get. Uh, I'll do a five k in a little in like nineteen and a half. I don't think I can quite get. A, I can't get a my best six k. Oh, I thought you were a serious rower. It's probably like twenty three, <laughs> twenty three and a half, something like that. Like, is it just like a totally different thing? Like, if you were gonna like, how how well does like you're talking erg to boat? Yeah, erg to boat, boat boat to erg. Yeah, um, the motion is the same. Okay. Um, and the muscle groups are largely the same, but you know, you don't have to balance a fucking boat on the earth. Uh, so you're not going to learn any of that shit, you know, like the real, like touchy, like hand height stuff. You're not going to learn on the earth. Uh, you're going to learn like the, um, you know, if somebody's like on your ass to like keep your hands like at the same level the whole time, you know, that's a very good start. Um, but yeah, and then there's other things too, like uh, feathering the blades. When you take the ore out of the water, you got to turn it 90 degrees, and then turn it back 90 degrees before you put it back in the water. Shooting the cannons. There's shit like that, you know. Is that you know they got cox boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever followed a, followed a cock box? Like that's why I got into it, man. So you guys want to get this game started? No. Okay. No. I just want to talk more about the Russian agent that's uh, rampaging virulently across the world. I think 
there's Did something it? to that, man. It's not above, you know, a foreign state to do something. They've already meddled in the affairs of virtually every nation all the time. Why not do something like this, man? For, did you see Putin the other day? He said he needs his term extended to 2036. Well, yeah, you know, no he's shit. got policies he wants to get done. I know. It's not even like he asked for four. He didn't ask for four more years. He's like, I need 16 more years in power. <laughs> oh, that guy. What a joker. He's a character. I don't know, though, Fran. Like, the... um. I don't know, like, how heavy of a conspiracy you're suggesting or, like, how much, like, tech you're you're assuming here, but it seems like a lot of, like, the se- I don't, it's, it, it seems like you got to make a lot of, like, assumptions to, like, to get to a, a point of saying somebody did this on purpose. Uh, yeah, there's some assumptions there. You know? Absolutely. Like you're suggest, are you suggesting that this is an engineered weapon that has been deployed against the rest of the world? To some extent, and I know that like this is a a virus that has existed for a while, so I'm not necessarily sure that they just like created it out of thin air. But making sure it's spread, making sure there's conditions to get off the ground, um, you know, planting it in a, a couple different places in Wuhan or whatever, doing, I mean, making sure it gets out there and kind of gets out of control. Um, I think the Russian population was probably like quietly inoculated several years ago um and so they're not suffering the effects of it um as severely as other places are cuba seems to be doing okay close ally of russia well cuba is uh, largely isolated in many ways due to united states interference and additionally um you know if there's one thing that cuba does good it's a medical system that's what they've always said it's true maybe they're the ones that were behind this whole thing then could have been the Cubans. And you know what? If it was the Cubans, I support it. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What game are we playing this week? The great uh, British Liches Bake Off. This is based on the popular British television show, the BBC show, The Great British Bake Off. And uh, it's, but it's a lich. <laughs> Instead of Paul Hollywood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? No, yeah, yeah, you nailed you it. it. <laughs> you nailed it. I was waiting for you guys to fill it in a little bit. No, I think that's it, man. There's a lich. He wants to die. He was trying to attract some adventurers to come and destroy the phylactery that holds his ancient soul. And so he's having a bake-off. I mean, what better way to attract a group of adventurer bakers than having a bake-off? And that's where we come in. I guess we should introduce the Lich. Does anyone anyone want to talk about Guy Fiery? The famous- oh, I love Guy Fiery. Well, I'm a big fan of Guy Fiery. So Guy Fiery, I guess, is an ancient, unknowable insectoid man who made his fortune um, both on TV and restaurant trains. Uh, Jeff, do you want to talk a little bit about what Guy Fiery looks like? Yeah, he's clearly an insectoid man. He's got a uh, frost, frosted chitinous tips uh, for his uh, <laughs> sen- uh, hair sensors at the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Giant oversized mandibles. I actually, um, I met Guy Fiery once at a um, at the food and wine festival in uh, Aspen, and he like That's sprayed cool. his uh, chemical receptors in my face. <laughs> and it was like How it was a, like fry oil, just like a mist of it. 
all <laughs> over my face. It was pretty intense. That was nice of him. I mean, apparently it's a sign of huge respect. I don't really like know why he did it. I've never met him before. I never really would see him again, but it was pretty cool of him to do that. Well, you got his fear. You got his pheromones all over you now. You're never getting them off, so he'll know you the second he I'm sees marked. <laughs> he sees you. He will always know where you are, yeah. what you're doing. But I kind of know where he is at all times too. Well, he is a major celebrity. They follow him around, and that's true. But I guess he's ready to die, huh? Yeah, he's uh, he's grown weary of this mortal coil, um, and I guess he just can't destroy it on his own. So he's got this baking contest. Seven brave contestants have all arrived here at Casa de Fiery. Um, I think it's a food truck, actually, isn't it? That he hangs out in outside of somewhere in a parking lot or something. Yeah, but it's massively huge. It's gigantic. Biggest food truck you ever saw. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Maybe big it's one of, it I, does I, it. I'm sure it's one of those things that looks small, but when you go in, it's endless. No, it's bigger. It is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. That's true, but it's also fucking huge on the outside. <laughs> and it doesn't move. It doesn't have wheels, but it is a food truck. It used to have wheels. That's you what's weird where, about it. Yeah, you can see where they belong. Now it just hovers. Yeah, that's kind of trashy, though. You, like you know, he's ready to die because he's just letting his food truck, you know, go into disrepair. It's true. What a shame. What a shame. And so there's seven of us um, embarking on this noble five-round endeavor. Uh, this game has no GM. Did we say that? It's another, did not. It's another in our long, successful lines of no GM games. This game, <laughs> this game doesn't have much of anything, to be honest. <laughs> well, I would, like to, I would like to introduce myself. I'm Sinbad the Lactomancer. Um, <laughs> a wizard specializing in all things milk. I find that a little touch of milk, a little dab of cream, oat milk, any of the nut milks, good old milk from a bugbear, any of it works fantastic, really makes a dish go down smooth. And I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be walking out of here with Grundle's icebox of cooling, which I know is somewhere in the horde of Guy Fiery, and I'm going to destroy his phylactery as well, but that's really secondary to me. I just need this ice box of cooling so I can travel with my milk, my fresh milk, anywhere that I want to go. Hi, my name is, uh, my name is Doug Harrison. My, my signature magical, uh, ingredient is vanilla. <laughs> I, you know, I'm in for, uh, you know, my, my type of magic that I use is, uh, transformation magic. You know, so I could turn like a cupcake into like a mini cupcake or cake into like sheet cake or like a cookie and a half cookie. Something like that. Oh, like size up, size down. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, some people, some people also call it erythromancy. I can, you know, really twist those proportions. Uh, I'm, I'm looking to get a, uh, uh, the confectionery sugar of binding because. I've heard it can bring anyone back, and I'm trying to win my wife, uh, Felicia, back. She left me, so, you know, I'm figuring I'll bake up some cookies, sprinkle the sugar on, maybe slip on in. I can't imagine, I can't imagine why she left you. You seem like such an exciting character, Doug. Well, she left me for her uh, scuba instructor, and he lives in our house now, and uh, it's really awkward, but I think I could, you know, this is why I'm here. 
I got to watch his kids too, which is not fun. But that's me, Doug. Hello, everyone. I'm Vernon Gompers, and I'm um, here to win. I uh, my special ingredient is uh, agar and gelatin, <laughs> specifically milled from my family's bones. Uh, I practice a blood magic, uh, specifically interfacing with uh, interdimensional beings and warlocks. However, every time I do this, I do have to uh, give a part of myself, so you can probably see I'm missing an eye and a few fingers, multiple <laughs> teeth and skin. Uh, I'm a bit shabby, but hopefully I can... Um, Take home the prize and win the soul-pickling jar of Alkanath. Uh, I'm hoping to pickle my great-great-grandfather Samuel Gompers because he is a demi-lich and must be contained at all costs. <laughs> I look forward to working with you all. And God bless you. Yeah, my name's uh, Pissies. Uh, I'm a merman. <laughs> The Pulpian clan. Uh, you know, uh, I'm just here to show, you know, uh, a lot of people think that, you know, us folk uh, live underwater, kind of backcountry, don't know nothing about bacon or croissants or fancy shit like that. And, like, uh, I'm just here to show uh, show the world that, uh, you know, us merfolk, uh, you know, we got our own cooking style and it's pretty good. And, you know, we're as good as anybody else at this kind of thing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I do, uh, primal magic, you know, mostly like, uh, make it, make it seaweed grow faster. My signature ingredient is caviar. I mostly bring that from home. Uh, it's pretty tasty. It works on in more dishes than you think. Uh, and what, uh, what am I hoping to get out of this? Well, uh, I, I guess I could use some, like, some really good, some nice new non-stick pans, like my <laughs> mine are kind of kind of worn out. It's starting to stick a little, so uh, a nice new set of them would be, would be pretty good. It's me, Jimmy Barnes. I was killed by Jesus Christ in a previous episode, <laughs> but now I'm back. Oh, I'm here to win. I, you know, if I could keep from eating all my confectionary creations, I think I could take this baby home and win my freedom back into the back into the material world. <laughs> yeah, it, it is me, Scrod, Scrod Stewart. This whole this whole contest seems pointless to me. This man, he just wants to die. This guy firing, we all want him to die. I don't see why we have to go through this rigmarole, this nonsense of a contest. We could just. End it this way, but he insists on it. I'm not much of a baker. I'm more of a, an Entenmann's type of guy. <laughs> that's, that's it. I look forward to destroying this phylactery and, frankly, taking his place as the next great lich. Well, hi, everybody. It's, uh, I'm nice to meet you. My name's Artemis. Uh, I pro- most people know me as Artemis Deflate. I've actually... I'm missing, you guys could probably tell if you ha- I'm missing all of my skin. Uh, it's hideous. I'm blood and pus and other parts of skin falling off me at all times, yet regenerating in a way I can't quite understand. Um, obviously, I, I have somehow gotten in this predicament. I'm hoping to come here, meet this Lich, this Mr. Lich, 
Mr. F Fiery, is it? Oh boy, I'm really happy to be here. I uh, hope I make it real far. I hope uh hope my my bits and my goos don't get too much in my in my bakes. And we're gonna go from there. It's gonna be real great. You look disgusting. I know. I'm really horrific. I apologize. I'm so sorry, fellas. Normally I would wear like a, a trench coat and a hood and perhaps some wraps, but the producers here really want me to bring out my whole my whole look for the show. Seems a little silly to do that, and probably be I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you fellas, a little unhygienic, but here I am. I'll tell you what, um, you know, uh, we we like to try to be hospitable under the sea and all, but uh, you can stay the fuck away from my place, dude. Sharks, sharks will smell that shit six miles off, man. Oh, I can't go swimming. I actually live in a storm drain. No one wants me around. So I hide out there and I'll eat a rat or two. Sometimes... Sometimes. <laughs> Have you tried rubbing milk on any of it? It's very soothing. It can take away some of the burning. A cream salve. A little ointment from some almond milk. Might go a long way oh, in soothing your pain, gee, there, Mister, gentlemen. That sounds like a good idea. You know, if I make it out of here, um, if no harm befalls me, I can't imagine it would. I don't know why I would bring that up. I'll give that a shot. Thanks a lot. I find that lactomancy is really... Falling out of flavor these days. I don't understand why. So many benefits. <laughs> so those are the seven intrepid bakers. Ready to uh, try their hand at this uh, baking competition? We, uh, we actually didn't come up with our five rounds. Cakes, cookies, who's got what? Oh, okay, yeah. so I guess there's got to be a cake. Okay, uh, first rounds and... What, um, first round is typically cookies. Right, we do cookies one, or as they say in uh, Great Britain, biscuits. biscuits. Are they the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they say biscuit, they mean yes. a cookie. So when what do they say when they mean a biscuit? I have no. Fu I don't think they ever oh, had whoa, biscuits. Man. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, that's a problem. That is a serious Good. fucking problem. I know the Brits are known. Hey, friend. It's not our fucking yes, problem, problem, right? I mean, I know they're not known Fuck for their em. cuisine, but no fucking biscuits? I mean, they got lots of biscuits. It's just they're like hard cookies. Next thing you know, they're going to be telling me they're making sausage out of blood or something. <laughs> I think Jesus the next Christ. round, how about the next round is a pudding round? But I think they have a fun, British people call pudding cakes. I think any dessert what? is pudding. I think a pudding is just a, a word for like dessert, like in general. Well, why don't we mean? Fuck. Why don't we call this the anglicized, the Americanized pudding? Why don't we do pudding as round two? Great. We're at. Uh, can we do like a chocolate? There's got to be a pastries round. Like a, how about like a, a patisserie? Uh, round like a, a a toaster strudel, like a pop tart. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Scrod could probably get away with that in the pastry round, but you want to have specifically, specifically a toaster strudel round. A toaster strudel. Pop tart toaster strudel. Okay, that's three. Cool. Uh, and then one of them should be heretics because that's um, <laughs> Guy Fiery's specialty is cooking with heretics, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, we can do that. Great. Then, then, frying heretics. And then five is cake, so I think we're good. Excellent. 
Well then. So now we have to assign our stats. Plus one, minus one to one of them. You know, plus one to one, minus what one. Are this, what are they? Presentation, flavor, and magic. And we just pick what our special, what our plus one and what our minus one is. Yeah. But that's subject to change from round to round, right? Every round you get to change it, yeah. Oh, that's per round. So we're starting in biscuits. Yeah, round one is cookies slash biscuits. Can Guy Fiery come out thinking that he's going to get like buttery biscuits and then it's hard cookies and he's <laughs> upset? I mean, I would be. If I heard if I heard I was getting cookies and give you like a piece of hard tack. Cause that's the thing. These British, these British cookies, they don't look that fucking good, man. <laughs> Dude, I can tell you. I don't know if you've ever been to Great Britain. I've been, only been one time, and I don't want to like cast aspersions on all their cuisine. It reads like it would taste delicious, but there's no flavor. It does taste delicious. There's no, no flavor. I mean, the best food you're gonna get in England is Indian food. Yeah, I had the. That's a fact. I had the best Thai I've ever had. They're not known. I mean, that's why. I mean, I think that's kind of the root of the British Empire. They're like, yeah, we do not know how to cook. Let's conquer the fucking world and get the best shit and just like steal it. Because this is like rocky island that where it always rains. It just isn't a great place to like enjoy yourself and make good food. I think that's really the root of the British character right there. I think. <laughs> I think it started with like the Romans brought salt there. They never tasted salt before. <laughs> So, oh my god! I've been licking rocks my whole life. What is this? And it blew their fucking minds. Yeah, and so they modeled themselves after the Roman Empire, but in pursuit of of flavors. I don't know, man. I'm going to give a counterpoint that like meat pies, sausage rolls, they're good, man. English breakfast, good. It's good. I tell you what, be- yo, beans at breakfast. Beans at breakfast was a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, but those, those things aren't great, though. They're, like, a bit of a novelty, and it's, like, kind of exciting to have beans for breakfast. But even, like, English <laughs> breakfast, like... Yeah, like, it's... Ooh, 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 ooh. What about English muffins? Though? I do like English muffins. They're pretty good. <laughs> That's a unique uh, and delicious... But they're mainly good, because you just fucking cover them in shit. Like, know what I like? That's true. I, this is how I like my English muffins, because I eat a good amount of English muffins. How do you like them? Earth balance. Salt, mm-hmm. pepper, nutritional yeast. Oh, nutritional yeast. Yep. The false cheese a, of the gods. <laughs> nutritional yeast. Hey, listen, man. My, my wife lived in West Philly for a long time. I know all about nutritional yeast. <laughs> did she have dreads when you met her? She did not. Okay. They were long gone by then. <laughs> no, she, Wait, had, she never had no, dreads. She, never though, had, right? she did have a shaved head, but no, she never had dreads. That's cool. I could see her rocking that look real good. What dreads? No. No. When I met when I met her, she was wearing one of those Rasta hats with the built-in dreads, and I was like, (laughs) "This is the girl for me." She seems fun. I was like, "I love that woman." Who? Who is she? All right. So, what's the next thing in this fucking stupid? (laughs) Well, we have to determine the lich's criteria. So, everyone chose their. uh, You put your your plus and minus in for this round. Yes. Yeah. All right. This round, the Lich will be judging based on flavor. Oh, fuck. Guy Fire. Fuck is right. 
Guy Fiery <laughs> loves some flavor because he's going to Fla- Flavor Town. <laughs> um, and now we all have to go around and describe what it is um, that we made. Uh, yes, well, as I had mentioned, I just brought this. Oh, we're, and we're doing cookies and biscuits, which are apparently <laughs> the same. Thing. Yes, I, I have brought with me this box of Entenmann's cookies. Those- hey, real, real quick, can we? Um, can can you? Can we all just uh, introduce ourselves before we go into it? Because all of you have two characters, so I'm having trouble keeping it up. Yes, this is Scrat, and I have brought a box of Entenmann's cookies with me. Those chocolate chip ones that are surprisingly soft. <laughs> and I've eaten several of them before bringing the box. I was hungry. All of this wa- all of this waiting took a while. So typically, I can tell you this much. So typically in the Great British Baking Show, you're expected to make like two dozen identical cookies. Yes. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't make any of them. I'm not really playing this game. You can have whatever expectation you would like. I brought this box of intimates. Okay. Well. Here, oh boy! Pat, pass it, pass it around. Everyone have a cookie. You too, <laughs> you too, Guy Fiery. Guy Fiery looks at you with his dead leopard eyes and like evaporates a cookie into his mouth. <laughs> he spits on it, and a venom starts to dissolve the cookie. <laughs> the camera cuts away before he swallows. Right. That's right. The- is that true? And, uh, is that what they do in the show? Ne- you'll never see Guy Fieri swallow anything. <laughs> Guarantee it. I saw a video where he was swallowing things. <laughs> I bet you didn't, friend. I did. I bet I bet you assumed he swallowed it, but if you went back and looked closely, you would see that they cut away right before the moment of swallowing. <laughs> I don't know about that. He stuck his tongue out and went, the show that, show that was all gone. Hey, hey, it's me, Jimmy Barnes. I made these here mud pie cookies. I hope you like them, Guy Fiery. <laughs> Do you like them, Guy Fiery? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I, you guys, the camera pans, and you see uh, Artemis. You hear just, like, sloshing sounds as he's trying to get his plate of cookies. But he's slipping on his own bloody footprints. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And he falls over and they all fall on his chest. Oh, look what an Artemis. Look what you did now, Artemis. And he stands back up and he's like, oh, gosh. All these beautiful chocolate, these absolutely gorgeous caramel white chocolate chocolate chip cookies. He's like, okay, I can fix this. Artemis can fix this. And he keeps trying to put him back on the plate. But they're just covered in gore. And they're covered in pus. They're covered in, like, bits of him or falling on top. He's like, oh, well, I, Artemis, you did your best. Don't even feel so bad. And he just slumps back down into his, um, back into his stool. And he's real embarrassed. Like his feces, that kind of stool? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there pee on the cookies? No, it was their feet yeah, on his stool. He fell. He oh, said he feet. slipped back into his stool. <laughs> oh well, he sits. He... So we thought you meant his doo doo. Oh no, no, he has like a bigger stool <laughs> next to a station. He's embarrassed. Oh, that kind of stool. Yo, guys, I have to interject and say that I saw the maybe the funniest video I've ever seen in my life today. <laughs> I know, like we can all be prone to hyperbole at times, but Chris showed me this video 
<laughs> Maybe you guys have seen it. This Italian priest doing like a mass on Facebook live. <laughs> and he didn't know that he actually turned on the filters. And he's doing a mass. And like starting glasses appear on his face. And like a gold chain. And a top hat and stuff. And he's just fucking doing mass. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I mean, for for those of us, for those of you not on this call, it looks like Fran's going to get a fucking nosebleed. He's laughing so hard. I've never seen Fran laugh this hard. What are you doing? What's up? Did the X-Wing fighter helmet come out? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That was like the first one. I love that shit. That was like the first one. Oh, God. It was so good. It was really the funniest thing. You got to be Catholic to think it's that funny, (laughs) though. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I'm losing. Damn, that was funny. That might have been the hardest I ever laughed in my life, guys. You know, I don't. I I, would I got that. I got swept up in. That. I don't really like. <laughs> I don't like I got laughing. Tears coming out of my eyes. I don't like laughing. Yeah. I don't like comedy. And this fucking got me. Damn, fucking priests. Hey, it's me, Doug Harrison. I uh, I made these. <laughs> I made these snickerdoodles. Um, I yo, think fu- yo, fuck the Catholic hierarchy, though. <laughs> Yeah, he looks so good with that gold chain up there. <laughs> it's me, Doug. Jesus Christ. This, this is going to be unreleasable. Uh, fucking dumbass <laughs> priests. I hate their fucking guts, man. <laughs> I made the snickerdoodles. Uh, I added extra vanilla because, you know, everyone loves vanilla and it's. You know, I didn't want to go too crazy yet. So I really hope you like him, Mr. Mr. Fiery. <laughs> who, who wants to go next? Oh, is it, uh, is it my turn? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, Pissy's here from uh, the Undersea Playing Clan. Uh, you know, like I said, like people think we're kind of backcountry where we're from. That's fine, whatever. You know, we do eat a lot of flapjacks. I figure a cookie is just like a, a hard flapjack, kind of. So I did my usual flapjack recipe, cooked it a little longer, so it's a little uh, a little harder. You could dip it in milk, maybe. Uh, I put a little kelp and caviar on top. That's how we like it. I <laughs> uh, brought that caviar from home, by the way, uh, Mr. Fiery. Uh, I hope you like that. Mr. Fiery nods solemnly. Um, so yeah, that's what I got. You know, it's, a, it's just flapjacks, but it's biscuits. It's got kelp on it. Do I gotta like bring it up or something? I start walking towards Guy Fiery with my tray of cookies. Oh, are you done? Pipe pissies. I'd like to go. Here I am. 
Very well, no response. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'd go for it. I don't know. I don't know. Toes, even though they are wet. Where's he? Oh. Okay. <laughs> well. This game. This. How is this a GM? This game. <laughs> how does know. this have a fucking? How is it even a god game? character that nobody plays as? We just describe <laughs> things for five rounds. <laughs> and there's like, there's no host. Like, where's like fucking Noel and um. What? What? Who are the hosts? Oh, the little now? lady, right? The really short woman. Yeah, she's funny. They're both funny. I find Noel. I think Noel's funny. They're both funny. Yes, but why don't Noel's I just great. drop out of the competition and serve as host of this asinine contest anyway? <laughs> <laughs> well, go on, Mr. Gompers. You're so eager to show everyone what it is you've made. Just go on. Just go on. Bri- I fucking love Scrod. Bring Scott it up. Is the best character we've ever had on this. Bring on it up. Podcast. Show everyone what you've made. Go on now. Well, I made jelly. Yeah, come on, come on, Mr. Copper, show what you got. I've made, uh, I, well, I contacted my elder gods in the abyss, but I only required half a thumbnail, and I made these delicious jelly cookies. However, the jellies appear to be forming into sharp teeth, and then the teeth are growing into more teeth, and those teeth become more teeth, so I... I I will bring them up for your tasting, but please eat with care. However, yes, this is, the bake... Just leave it on the steps. Well, <laughs> I find you quite rude, young man. However, the 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 bake is good. The flavor is good. And I just really hope that he enjoys these, these uh, horrible tooth cookies. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Anyone else? <laughs> yes, well, I need to, uh, you see, Mr. Fieri, Mr. Fiery, I hope that you're ready to cool down with some, a cool glass of milk to go with these cookies <laughs> that I've made for you. You know, I know you're familiar with Oreos, and these are like Oreos, but they're different. I've taken two chunks of solidified milk and made them the outside, and on the inside, a nice piece of hard cookie in the center, and now it's like a sandwich, but a milk sandwich. Reversed, perfect for dipping in this nice glass of chocolate you're gonna, milk. You're gonna dip milk in milk? Yes, I am. Seems a bit redundant. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Wait listen, a second. I know, you know, frozen. Listen, you may just consider it milk, but as a lactomancer, are you familiar with the way that Eskimos have forty different words for snow? Yes. Yes, lactomancers have all different terms. I'm using milk can you please, as a layman's can you term. Can you give me a few of these terms? I'd love to hear them. <laughs> well, most of them sound just like milk, but the inflection, milk, milk, <laughs> milk. It's very, it's very subtle. It would be lost on you. Oh. The art of la- lactomancy is not easily practiced. It sounds like it. Went... <laughs> it is not. Are you sure? I can assure you. Yes, I'm sure of it. But now these cookies, these milk-on-milk cookies dipped in milk. My mama used to buy milk at the Piggly Wiggly, which I found kind of ironic. <laughs> you are, Jimmy Barnes. You're a disgusting pig boy. I know. I'm just picking around down here. I just want to get back to the prom. <laughs> so now I believe it's judging time? Yeah, now we, uh, I think we just roll. <laughs> 
And we're doing flavor, so you're gonna two d six. Add your flavor. If you used your special <laughs> ingredient, you're gonna add a plus one. I think. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Me too. Oh yeah. The... I'm gonna add it every round. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, all I do is no milk as well. No. I bring. I bring it from home. You know, my wife basically shits it out. Two d sixes. Yeah. Can I roll a d twenty instead? Yeah. I'm going to roll D20. Nah, I'm going to roll 2D6. Because I'm going to talk a lot of shit on this game, and if I don't even play it right. <laughs> uh, we're being judged on flavor, so we go on that? Yeah, add your flavor to it, and plus one if you did your thing. Um, so did anyone get a 10 plus? No, I got an 8. I got a 9. Um, what did old, uh, Gompers get? Seven. Alright, so it looks like, uh, poor Sinbad the Lactomancer is up for elimination. Well, uh, wait, we didn't, didn't Scrod eliminate himself? Um, yeah, I guess so. No, he, I mean, yeah, sure. No, <laughs> Scrod, he, thought, let Scrod be host no, and, no. and a competitor. I am doing both. We're playing by the rules as they have been laid out. There's nothing in the rules about an announcer or a host. So I think it's fine to segue into that role as well. I'm a very smart man. I can handle this. My <laughs> knowledge is far surpasses what any of you have in your pathetic little brains, wasting time cooking with bizarre ingredients that no one wants to eat anyway. So well, no, I. That's what my wife. That's what my wife would always say to me. Yes, I see why she left you. You worthless man. I know. All right. So one player is up for elimination. There are still NPCs. I have to roll 2d6 plus magic. Um, and I have to get higher than 7, otherwise I'm eliminated. <laughs> um, well, my magic is 0. Um, I got 7. So, an NPC has to be eliminated. I mean, what's his name? Uh, Artemis Deflate spear- spilled blood all over his cookies. He couldn't even deliver his cookie to the yeah. judge. <laughs> they had like teeth structures growing out of them. So, it's true. Nah, that's the other guy. No, that was Samuel Gompers. That, that was Vernon Gompers. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, that was the other guy with the rotting body. <laughs> it's not rotting, it's willingly sacrificed to his elder gods. Um, so, typically in like a baking show, there'll be like a, pro, like a prologue, like an epilogue of each bake. So the eliminated contestant might have had to say a few words. So they cut about how they were so grateful for the opportunity, and they learned so much. Right. And shit. So and Artemis is forever. Oh boy! Well, sounds like we've heard enough from Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> so long. Oh boy! Back to the storm drain for old Artemis. Oh. Yeah. I'd, I'd give you a hug, but I don't want blood all all over me. And he just slashes off into the night. Hey, uh, good luck, Artemis. Uh, stay the fuck away from my uh, my fish tank there. <laughs> also, I'd like to thank the producers of the show for bringing this uh, fish tank in for me to bake inside of. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Round two. <laughs> <laughs> Pudding. <laughs>